Corona Chronicle Session 11 with Nathan Aries of the Aries Collective, which is consisting of uh, Prep and Pastry, a Commoner, and Co. and August Roads Market. Uh, really great conversation in this one. Uh, Nathan and his team are putting together grocery bags uh, and doing TV dinners, and he talks to us on how to speak with your community, how to speak to your landlords, and how to speak to your team members. It's a good one. Here it is. Nathan Aries, my man, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing, man. Just, uh, you know, just driving back from uh, Scottsdale to Tucson uh, on my way home, just checking in on the shop up there, you know, our, our brand new shop we just opened. Yeah. <laughs> so, good, uh, good timing, like, dude. Like an impeccable timing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. I just, I just wanted to check in to see how you're doing, um, how you're handling this, uh, what you're. I mean, well, what's? Tell me what the state of uh, Phoenix and Tucson. What's the latest in that area right now? So there's uh, uh it, it's mandated that no restaurants are allowed to be uh, open. It, it's not mandated in Scottsdale, but you know we're new up here. Um, the last thing we need to be doing is imagine if we, you know, the news came out and said, oh, uh, someone had it and they ate at prep and pastry. We're, you know, we're trying to get all the good press. Uh, yeah. so we shut our doors. We shut our doors just to play it safe. Uh, you know, since all the other ones in Tucson are already operating that way. Um, I didn't want to have to operate one the other way. And quite honestly, it's just, you know, way the, uh, the, the, the fact, you know, what's the positive view if you're sitting, you know, maybe 20 people a day? It's just not worth it. So we're doing a curbside pickup to goes, uh, things like that, you know, just but across the whole board at all the company and uh, just trying to get as creative as possible, you know? So dining rooms are closed, but curbside and delivery yep. is still a uh, green light in Arizona, specifically Phoenix and uh, yeah. Tucson. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you can still do uh, takeout, delivery, and uh, you know, curbside pickup, whatever. Yeah. And how are you doing personally, man? How's your mental health? Are you uh, you handling this all right? Yeah, you know, it's just uh, it's just kind of like it's it's never good timing, you know. But um, uh, what's it called? Uh, we just we made a lot. You know, when you and I talked back in the day, we were just getting done making all our our moves. You know, opened a brand new uh, location in the middle of Scottsdale, you know, right next to Big Boys, uh, next to Nobu, uh, Maple and Ash and STK, like uh, Ocean 44. Big like we're, we're in the you know, we're in the center of like, you know, where everyone wants to open. And uh, we somehow snuck in there um, and, uh, you know, remodeled our dinner spot, uh, moved our original location down the street into a, uh, a building that doubled the size. And then uh, launched a brand new concept. It's uh, it's just some it's some fucking timing, I'll tell you that. But you know, honestly, you know, it, it's kind of like you know, I can sit here and have a pity party every night, uh, or I could wake my ass up and you know get more creative than the guy or girl down the street. And it's really not, you know, right now it's not about times about competing against people. We're really just trying to help out everyone that's helped us out in the past with our marketing plans. Um, and uh, really just, you know, try to just scrape by and uh, staff as many people as we can staff. You know, I don't want to be losing all my day one uh, guys and girls. Yeah, um, and I think that's, so that's the big that's lesson right here is uh, it's not about competition right now. Um, and that's exactly the, oh, no. the approach I'm taking with trying to, you know, just share best practices. Like urgency is of the most importance right now because 
people are just hemorrhaging money. Yeah. So if we can just start sharing best practices and how uh, people across the industry are just managing this epidemic, uh, I think that we're all going to come out much less um, scathed than uh, we would have been if we were trying just to you know beat the neighbor next door. So what are um, what are some of the best practices? Like what what are you doing? Um, have you decided to furlough? Have you decided to lay off? Are are you paying for all of your like? What, how are you handling the, the situation with your your employees? Because I know you guys have a great culture there. So uh, I would love to hear yeah. your approaches. We we haven't decided uh, what we're going to do yet. Uh, you know, guaranteed was like one. You know, like Prep One does um, has seventy staff members. We can't, we can't support 70 staff members off of $500 of to go every day. Uh, there's just no way. So what, uh, what we've really done is, you know, everyone that's been with us for, you know, we, we have a lot of staff members that have been with us for five, six years. Yeah. Um, we've pretty much sat them down and said, we will get you as many hours. We're going to get you your hours. Don't, you know, if, if this goes for two months, you know, we you rode with us during the hard times. We're going to ride with you during the hard times, you know, and, if that means I got to go out and, uh, uh, you know, kind of, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul and my own company for the time being, I'm going to, you know, mm. that's just, uh, that's just how I operate. But, um, uh, you know, with all the new hires and things like that, you know, it's, it's just kind of like, you know, we, we love you to death. We're going to try our hardest and we're trying to drum up as much business as possible. Uh, but you know, we're going to have to start cutting, you know, sooner than later. We're trying to, we're trying not to cut quite yet. Cause we don't know, we don't know how much we're going to be doing in some of these kind of things that we just launched. Um, you know, our dinner one, our dinner spots uh, launched like little TV dinners at home that we can deliver and stuff. And it's actually staffing the majority of my front of the house. What are you doing that's staffing the majority of your, your, your folks? Uh, we're doing like these little like pre-made TV dinners that you can order the, you know, you can get pick up or delivery to your house. And they're like, imagine like little meatloaf, mashed potatoes, veggies, uh, dessert, uh, salad. And, uh, you know, for, you know, it's like, I think the meatloaf's for 30 bucks. You know, you can get the shepherd's pie for two for 25 bucks. Okay. Um, and we were, it's gone over so well up there that we're just, you know, we're, we're rotating our front of the house staff of, you know, each one gets, you know, three shifts a week. Okay. Now and, that um, staff up there... Go ahead. I was going to say you, your business model wasn't really, uh, your, your angle wasn't for pickup and delivery. You guys are more full service. Oh, actually not. Yeah. We're, so how we're only four to nine up there, we're four to nine and we're, we're the, we're the neighborhood kind of like nice neighborhood spot. So t- t- take me through this transformation of pivoting to focus on pickup. Like what, what processes, what things did you do to be able to adapt so quickly? You know, it was, it's, it always helps when you have one of the best chefs in Arizona as your partner, Yeah. first off. Um, and then secondly, it's, you know, it's right now, again, it's not about, you know, drumming up uh, business to, to pull a profit. It's really drumming up enough business just to, uh, to, to, you know, not think too much. Yeah. So we're not going crazy. We're not going crazy high with our pricing. We don't care about food costs right now. You know, we're setting everything out like a, call it a 35, 40% food cost, whatever. Um, and uh, we're saying, okay, you know, the shepherd's pie, normally we would sell, let's say if we ever did a shepherd's pie, we don't do one. Uh, but if we did, we would always try to keep that around 26% food cost. Um, but right now we're saying run it at 33%. We don't care about that. We'd love to get cash flow in and get opportunity to the servers 
to get tips and then also drum up enough business that we can keep a couple of our line cooks going as yeah. well. Yeah, you're not you're not trying to stop the bleeding. Uh, you're more so trying to um, slow it by adding more flow yeah. by you know not not enough cash flow to to keep the ship afloat necessarily, but to like. Sp- clog the holes a little bit so you're not sinking as fast and it gives some opportunity that, to your that, employees. That is it. Yeah. You know, and buying you know, time. I, I don't know. Buying time. Cause this is not going to, in my mind, I don't think it's going to be two weeks. I think it's going to be more six. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, thinking the same thing because really what we're the whole, the whole two week thing, what people say when they're referring to two weeks is that's how long this thing takes to, to live its life in one person. So we don't really, we, we need to see what one week of, uh, you know loose quarantine does or isolating does and then once they can start tracking the because we won't know what this effort will have until uh it plays out in two weeks like we'll have an we're just gonna have an idea of where we are in two weeks we won't be able to you know what i mean stop this completely so i think right now the best thing you can do and based well off the conversations i've had is just slow the bleeding you know do whatever you like one big thing that uh i don't know if people are doing this but call your insurance agent and um what's your plan right now if you're laying off 20 to 50 people then you're you don't need to have that same insurance plan so see if you can't you know uh update your insurance like there's so many little things you can do to to control the money going out is there anything else that maybe that that you thought of or things you've done to get creative to control the the costs Oh yeah, tons. I mean, I called my food purveyor and said, "Okay, you know that uh, that ninety day uh, terms you always uh, told me I could be on. I'm on ninety day terms now, starting effectively." Yeah. Um, you know yeah. the the rent. All my landlords. Uh, you know, I've taken a lot of uh, spots and uh, made them uh, you know busy locations because we didn't we didn't have the you know money to go into really good locations at first. Mm. Um, so now that we're getting the opportunity to get into better locations, you're just calling, calling them up and saying, Hey, you know, we're closed and, uh, you know, and we're not going to be doing our normal sales and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we're just, you know, we're saying, you know, we understand you need to be paid rent. You know, last thing you need to be doing is saying, I'm not paying you rent. We're closed. So all of a sudden you're just being an asshole. You yeah. know, <laughs> I'm yeah. calling up and saying, uh, Hey, we're, we're, uh, we're closed. And, you know, maybe we can span this out over, you know, seven months of paying it back after we do reopen. Yeah. So um, things what, like that. So basically know, what, so I'm, what I'm pulling from you is, you know, don't come at this as you're not getting paid, but hey, like I'm going to pay you. But can we work out some terms here so we can, you know, because you're yeah. I mean, plus you, when you have somebody when you're a landlord and your client is prepping pastry, I'm going to fluff you up here a little bit. Like you want to hang on to that client because they're going to give you, you know, that's a good client to have. There's security in having successful businesses in your spaces. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone, uh, always, uh, uh, told me I was a bad idea to have, uh, most of my, all my investors or all my landlords are, uh, investors into my locations. So everyone said that was a terrible idea and I always thought it was a good idea. So now it's really paying off. Um, so you, they don't is, want to kick out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what happens if you're not paying them? Are they going to be able to still, you know, shoot you money if, they, if their if their 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 source of cash is getting choked out? Well, I mean, no, not even like just like the cash flow from them, but you know, they don't want to kick me out because they're investors and landlords. I see. I see. Is I what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, again, you know, we've we've always planned. We always used to have, you know, three months of uh, uh, funds set aside. But with all our moves that we made this 
the summer, we, we don't have that. I mean, we made a lot of aggressive moves, um, which some people said we were nuts for doing how much we did. Um, but, you know, it was it all kind of fell in place that we had this opportunity. So we don't have those normal funds that you want to save up. Um, so now we're just, you know, trying to get, again, get as creative. And like you said, slow the bleeding. That's all you can do. Yeah. Um, so what about how, how are you speaking to your employees? Like what, what's that conversation look like? How, how can, what advice do you have for myself and for the listeners to, um, have these conversations? What tone are you using? What's, what's, you know, I think it's so important how we speak to each other. Yeah, uh, I just actually just talked to my managers in Scottsdale and said, you know, just stay positive. If you're running around freaking out, then everyone else is going to be running around freaking out. And if we're looking confident in, you know, uh, talking to everyone, then everyone's going to be confident that we're still going to be around. You know, uh, I, I, I honestly think that there's going to be a lot of restaurants that won't be able to open after all this is said and done, which sucks. So, you know, uh, yeah. You know, but, you know, when I used to do consulting, uh, to the day that a restaurant had to close, I always told them, you fake it to, you just fake it until that day you lock the door. Everything is fine. Everything is great. Every, you know, because if you're not, if you're putting off negative, you know, vibes, you're going to get negative responses. Mm-hmm. So negative, you know, I don't know. You just kind of put out there what you want back. And uh, so we're just trying to be as uh, confident and as positive as possible. Okay. And, and again, how- we, we, we're, we're trying to do everything possible yeah. right now. But- um, what about the conversation with your community? How, how is the conversation with your uh, guests look? How, how do you, what advice do you have? What approach are you taking to have that, that conversation? People right now more than ever just want to connect. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're stuck at home. They're in quarantine. So we're not going out there saying, uh, you know, uh, hey, restaurants, you know, in uh, up, up the street from us in, uh, uh, you know, Oro Valley and Marana, they haven't shut down restaurants. They haven't made it a man, you know, they haven't made it mandatory up there, yet, which is, which is, in my opinion, mind blowing. It's just like, you know, if Tucson's doing it, then you guys that are attached to us just do it as well, you know? And uh, so they haven't, uh, they haven't made that mandatory, but they, they don't want you online right now screaming, you know, we're, we, you know, support local, you know, like support us right now. We need you, you know, like they just want to connect, you know, so go out there and, you know, uh, a lot of people, what we did was a lot of people actually went and bought uh, tuna and frozen broccoli and all these crazy, you know, prepped on up for, you know, doomsday. And uh, uh, so we started actually coming up with recipes that they could cook at home with all their frozen broccoli and frozen yes. peas and made a little egg bag. So connect with them. It's not a time to like, to like, you know, say, Hey, if you don't support me, you're, you're an asshole. It's, Hey man, every, this is, this is really tough for everybody. If you've got a dollar that you can spare, come buy a cup of coffee from us, you know, but if not, because you bought all those cans of tuna, here's a recipe that we would suggest that you make with that can of tuna, you know, and we're getting in front of people and just trying to just be as sincere, you know, as possible in front of them and say, Here's some ideas what to do at home while you're stuck at home. Yeah, now Here's have you, some uh, things that you can cook. Yeah, have you taken the time to speak to any uh, state representatives, governors, senators, to stress how important it is that um, there's that we're we're 
doing something for some type of relief because I know that's been a big conversation in other states is to, to you know to lobby or to 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 reach out and to emphasize the importance that we need help from the government to kind of recover from this. Is, have you made any steps in that direction? Yeah, you know they had a. Uh, uh, I never get political. Um, I think any restaurateur or you know uh, any really uh, owner of a business that wants to go out there and throw their politics and say, "Hey, I need to, you know, I want to see this, this, and that." Um, uh, they, uh, more power to them because I don't have the balls to do it. I kind of right um, there with I you, just, <laughs> but I've yeah. heard something that we you need know, to do. So I'm just trying to see where, where the industry is across it, different states. Uh, you know, I you know I had this interview with a, a place called Tucson Foodie here in town. They actually didn't even publish like the questions they asked me because I was so like you know, I was so middle. Um, I think they were posting up people that that got a little more you know angry and spewed it out there. I just you mean media I always companies say like a, to polish and twist the words of what people actually say? No, 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 no. <laughs> they like they're into, they get like yeah. Well, they just like you know. I, I just like to stay like really middle of the road, and I always say, man, there's a lot of there's a lot more way smarter people than I am making these decisions. And what am I going to do if they say, Hey, we're not going to give any relief to restaurants. And I sit around and bitch about it on online for a solid day about it, get all fired up and fucking go drink all night. Cause I'm pissed that they didn't do anything. That's a day I just wasted for my team and I to drum up more business of getting back to where we used to be. Yeah. That's how I look at it. It's yeah. kind of like, I, you know, I, I like that approach wow. and I'll be honest, like I, I, I understand how important it is to communicate and to, to, I mean, you know, the, the squeaky wheel is the one that gets fixed. Right. Um, so I, I yeah. see that you got to make some kind of noise. You get, you get, you get, you get, you have to communicate, right. Um, there's yeah. effective communicating, but at the same time, I can't help but wonder, uh, we have all these employees across the nation. Like how big, how many people does the restaurant industry employ? Right. How many of those, what percentage of those people are being, um, you know, laid off or furloughed or whatever, if they're getting laid off, then how many of those yeah. people are asking for, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, collecting, uh, non-employment or unemployment, you know? So how big yeah. of a fucking hit is this going to have on our, our government, which is already trillions of dollars in the hole. So I guess, I mean, some people need the help and I get that. And if you're one of those people by, by all means, if you need the help, get the help but if you're an able body hustler get out there and go work at a farm they need help right now like like you know it's the whole like don't ask what my country can do for me but what can i do for my country because our country is suffering like we're a consumer economy like we're gonna take a hit so if you don't need to suck on the tit of the government don't you know well yeah it's that you know we're giving our our employees like direction of you know what what unemployment looks like right now and where you can go and things like that I'm just, you know, and don't get me wrong. If, uh, you know, if the mayor of Tucson came and said, Hey, Nate, can we, uh, sit down and talk, uh, about some ideas and, uh, if closed behind closed doors and no one, uh, knew us, you know, what I was going to say and my suggestions, I would do it. I just, don't, I just don't think, you know, running around posting it on social media does shit. Yeah. I just don't, you know, it just, it drives me nuts more than anything nowadays. It's just, you know, but if they ask my opinion, you know me pretty well. I'm not one to shy away from giving my opinion. Um, you know, it's just, it, I, I'm just not going to be out there, you know, screaming and hooling and holl- hollering from social media or, you know, whatever. Uh, when I have, you know, 250 staff members, you know, um, that, that rely on me and that's a lot, you know? Yeah. So I got, I got better use of time, I guess is what I'm saying. I hear you. Then typing, you know, being a, what is it? A internet gangster or whatever, you know, like, 
I don't know, internet thug, whatever. You know, I just don't want I ain't got time for that shit. I got I just you. say, you know, there's more things. You know, I got to drum up. We got way more important shit to be doing. But again, they reached out to me. They did actually sit down a couple of restaurant tours in Tucson and uh, asked their opinion, and I was not invited. Uh, <laughs> hmm. So I'm calling them out on that shit. It's bullshit. Uh, because I feel like in Tucson, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, Kyle and I should have been invited. Yeah, you guys uh, got but, you know, decent whatever. out there. Yeah, I mean, we're we are one of the larger restaurant groups out here, yeah. um, and uh, it's they didn't invite us, so you know, our, they didn't want our opinion right then. So maybe uh, maybe, maybe after maybe they, 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 done, knew, they will. Maybe they knew that you were too busy doing what everybody else should be doing, is serving their community. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. real quick, I, I'm trying to keep these conversations uh, short and direct and packed with just like really quick actionable advice anything that you haven't shared with us any last words of wisdom um things you've seen other restaurants do that you think is pretty rad maybe you can help me find some other folks to make an example of anything I'm, I'm all ears you know uh i'm an open book of uh what we're doing so i'll throw out everything we're doing um we're doing like little uh grocery bags so a, a loaf of sourdough bread some eggs from our farmer a growler from our, our favorite brewery, 1055. Uh, we're going to do some coffee from Presta and XO, like little grocery bags, uh, like with produce and all kinds of things. And again, we're selling them for like whatever the cost of their, what we have to buy it, we're selling it um, at that. So if it costs us 15 bucks from all the stuff that we bought from all our friends, we're going to sell it for, you know, maybe 20 bucks. $5 goes to the staff. We're not trying yeah. to drum up crazy sales. Um, so little grocery bags and sell them every day. Like every day we're changing the grocery bag, you know, Hey, pick it up at August roads on this day. And we have 20 of them starting at four o'clock. Yeah. Um, we're doing a uh, fried chicken Friday. So we do like uh, we call it CFC commoner fried chicken. Um, and, uh, we're doing a, you know, a breast and a leg and a biscuit with jam and mashed potatoes and gravy, uh, and a little thing of mac and cheese for, 25 bucks. So what's the conversation um, you know, with what's the conversation with these uh, other businesses in your community that you're collaborating with? How are you approaching these people? Uh, what advice do you have in that regard? Because it sounds like you're going out and you're, you're not just doing this all on your own. You're collaborating with other businesses. Well, um, we're honestly calling them and saying, listen, you've been with us since day one. And, uh, you know, we've, we, we appreciate that. And now it's time for us to, uh, you know, um, uh, kind of just show you, you know, how much we appreciate you always being partners with us. And that's what we're doing is yeah. just saying, you know, we're being really sincere to saying, you know, thank you for everything you've ever done. There's, yeah. I've gone through some hard times, as you know, I was, I was homeless, uh, you know, in my restaurant in the health department, kicked my ass out. Uh, Cause I was taking showers in my mop sink and stuff. And there's a lot of, you know, the coffee shops here in town were giving me free coffee just cause I couldn't even pay those. Uh, I couldn't afford to buy coffee at the restaurant yet. And uh, now it's just our turn to, you know, now that we have a you know larger presence than some of these, uh, you know, partners of ours, um, we want to just try to help them out. That's yeah. it. I think people forget, they lose sight that this isn't just affecting the restaurant industry. It's affecting every industry that's dependent on the restaurant industry, wholesale, retail. Like there's so uh, many yeah. uh, farmers, you know, uh, what it felt like the list goes on and on. So you have a, you know, it's not just about, oh shit, like woe is me, but oh shit, like I have people that depend on me, on my business and what can I do to make sure that they're yeah. going to come out the other end of this too. So when this all passes us, we can pick up business as if it never, you know, as if we never skipped a beat, you know, everybody's still intact. Well, or, you know, a lot of restaurants will close because of this. 
So if you can weather the storm, you know, there's going to be a lot, uh, there's going to be a lot of opportunity out there. Unfortunately, there will be. Um, so, you know, weather the storm. Yeah. Don't sit there and have a, you know, like you just said, a woke, woe is me, a woe for me, or a pity party. None of that shit right now. It's time to, you know, put your creativity hat on and uh, start uh, hitting the ground running. Yes. So I, did I, if I cut you short, I apologize. Was there anything else you wanted to share before we wrap up the conversation? No, I think we're good, man. I hope all is well. And, you know, I look forward to getting you back out here in Arizona. Hang out with us. Yeah, a little teaser. I've been talking to, to Nathan. Uh, it would be really cool if I spent like a week with one restaurant really super going deep, dissecting, talking to all different team members and putting almost like a mini documentary together, uh, like a week long deep dive breakdown of a business. And Nathan, I hope I'm not giving too much away, Nathan, but you seem pretty gung ho and on board with the idea. So hopefully we can make that happen sooner or later. Let's yeah, let's get this. Uh, once this is all said and done, man, uh, I'll uh, I'll throw you up at the the resort next to our dinner spot, and we'll uh, we'll get this party started. Shit, let's help. Let's let's get aligned and get through this so I can have a place yeah. to stay for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, beautiful man. Uh, uh, thank you so much, um, and uh, thank you for sharing your, your, your you. practices and staying positive. And it's always a an honor to or a privilege to make an example of you. Awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Uh, stay well. All right. Thank you. Well, some great advice in that conversation on how to get creative, uh, how to make something out of nothing. And really, I think the big takeaways here is it's not about trying to be profitable during this time. Uh, it's about just trying to stop the bleeding or to slow the bleeding so you can m- survive however long this is going to take to get back to normal. And the other part of this too is how to make it about your employees, your community and other purveyors, other businesses in your community. Uh, The more you think about others, the more you take care of others, the more support you'll have in the long run. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Um, Really at the end of the day, we're only as strong as our relationships. So focus on, you know, taking care of those relationships, all relationships, and those people will take care of you in your business. I think is kind of the takeaway here and uh, really some great advice on just how to speak to your employees, how to speak to your landlords and how to speak to your community. Thank you, Nathan. Always a pleasure talking to you and guys. Um, I'm looking for people to make an example of. So if you're out there listening to this and you're like, Eric should really be speaking to so-and-so or, you know, so-and-so down the streets doing this really cool thing. Like I'm trying to make an example as many people as possible in as short as time as possible. This is urgent. You know, we need to get this information out as fast as possible. Uh, if I have to do, if I can do 10 interviews a day, I'll do 10, ter- 10 interviews a day. Uh, I'm really just trying to make this a hub for people sharing stories, sharing best practices, sharing, uh, you know, inspiration, sharing support. Like we need to come together and I feel like I can help with that. So if you can think of anything, please let me know. And uh, thank you in advance. Peace.